Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and CT Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. So the conversation continues with Dr. Ezekiel Mutua as we now move into, so what should we do? How did we get where we are and what should we do? And of course, the conversation in very many places and spaces, including social media, has been, we need to start regulating. As religion. societies evolve, mm. uh, new dynamics come up. And I gave you an example of journalism. Yeah. When I became Secretary General of KUJ mm. in 2001, there was an outcry. Uh, corporate officials, government officers, were being maligned by the gutter press. Some of them called out, exposed, for real, but then it became so lucrative, a business, mm. by the gutter press, that actually innocent people were also being victimized and extorted. Mm. What did we do? Mm. We sat together and said we need some minimum standards because we cannot all be lumped together mm. with the yellow journalists and with the quacks and charlatans. As as responsible people, we said we needed a code of ethics. We needed a media council. We said journalism is a profession. It's not just a trade or craft. And therefore, if we are like lawyers, engineers, accountants, architects, and so on, then we need some standards mm -hmm. and some form of regulation. It was not to incriminate anybody or to, uh, you know, to, 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 to criminalize the profession of journalism. No. It was to distinguish between the quack and, and the, the real professional. professional. Mm -hmm. And this came with the standards of education. How far should one have gone? Mm -hmm. How, what level of education do you need to be to be uh, called a journalist? And remember the, the, the conversation and the, and the, and the, the dilemma. Uh, is this a talent or is it something that you get from school? Yeah. And while like, it's a mixture of both. Uh, journalism is talent mm. uh, but you need and some, acquired exactly but you need also to go to Kenya uh, Institute of Mass Communication uh, to the School of Journalism and so on so we came up with these standards ourselves as an industry mm. supported by the media owners and uh, so on we established the first media council of Kenya the whole idea was for us to self-regulate mm. but I, like, I, like I told you the government started also attacking us and politicians saying look if you summon Eric and he doesn't come, where will you go? What will you do? So you need to have legal teeth. Mm. And we agreed. We were not afraid of the law. Because they were saying, oh, the moment the government comes in. And I said, no, let us not fear. And this is, the, this is what I want to give also to the churches. Mm. Regulation should not be general condemnation or generalization of all the pastors as quacks. They are good pastors, like I said. They are good clergy, and their people believe in God and preach the true gospel. Right. And there are others who have structures. I told you about NCCK, the Evangelical Alliance, the Catholics have their, uh, their, their own structure. Yes, and the Anglicans and so bishops. on. Mm. So it's not every pastor who is a quack. It's not every pastor who is preying on their faithful. Mm. There are some who spend their money and their wealth, and they, they research, and they're very rich, and they help people to open their minds to the possibilities. We need to get to the issue of regulation of the churches, not by handing over this power to somebody who is going to use it mm. to undermine the, uh, uh, the, the constitutional right to believe in God and to choose who to worship and how to worship. Mm. So 
I was saying it must be given to a responsible, grown-up, well-educated, and possibly one of their own. I think the starting point should be to elevate it right now from these many councils that exist into an umbrella body that can set this minimum standard and say, mm. uh, if you want to have uh, Dr. Motua and do evangelical ministries, yeah. what are the minimum mm. standards? So we come and say, I have this theological degree, or we may not say, because matters of calling, again, you, don't, you may not have to have a degree, mm. but you should commit at least to certain uh, accountability structures. Mm. So we say, this is uh, my partner. She's uh, the one who's going to be handling these elements of the church. Yeah. She has these qualifications. And we look at uh, the law and we say, yeah, this is okay. And we register. If we just base it on registration with the registrar, who is looking at the basic business elements? Mm. You just qualify because you are you're not going to preach heresy, you're not going to undermine the constitution generally. There, there are some basics that are the are, are questions that the church used to register yeah. that do not venture into the issues of or the dynamics that evolve in, in the society that can be used where people take advantage of others. And then what? Once uh, once uh, we do that, uh, we are able to call out each other. We can say, uh, Eric, we have this clip. It is you who said this thing on Sunday. It's not in line with our doctrine or the Catholic doctrine, if you are Catholic, if it's evangelicals and so on. And we're asking you to change this. If one force, there's a structure to restore them. Mm. Because the whole idea should be to make society better, not to criminalize pastors or the church. It should be to ensure that the church plays its role, but within certain rules and regulations. Because I'm saying, where you have 6,000 people believing in one man, mm. you can't just leave them alone. That, that becomes a recipe for chaos. They can be attacked. They can be misled. They can, all manner of dangers can befall them. Well, yeah, you can't just leave them alone. Even here, they, you have security. They are members of a church. What, becomes a, what, what, is, what okay. determines membership? They, they are members of a church in terms of they follow the preachings of this particular preacher yes. plus his assistant preachers exactly okay yeah the people who are captured or who, who moved from nyanza and western and all it's not like mackenzie was going to their homes and preaching to them directly so there was a structure they volunteered yeah. there were yes. evan evangelists went, yeah. and all those people they who were their own volition so yes, the people who were there are members of a church the same way Anglicans, the billions of them, are members of the Anglican Church. Hmm. The Catholics are members of the Catholic Church. Same thing. The people of the Good Hope, whatever, whatever, they're yeah. members of a church. <laughs> okay? I agree with now, you, Eric. I was asking. So, yeah, this is fine. We've said these are the basics, these are the minimums, and the person starts preaching. But then the person starts, you know, saying, I have received a calling. And the word of the Lord has told me that this is what's going to happen. I prophesy that the end times are coming. They're actually coming. And God says, let us get out before those end times come. The rest of you who come and start telling me, but what you're saying is wrong. How do you know? And that's why I'm how, how do you know God didn't tell me? And you believe that God speaks? Actually, you can. You know, the thing about... <laughs> yes, you can. Here we go. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> the things that God speaks about... Uh. He very rarely speaks to just one person. He'll tell a lot more. Than there is a lot more you can corroborate. Now, we talk about callings. When somebody has a calling to be, say, a teacher, do you just teach or do you follow that calling and 
pursue so a process want, yeah. that will enable you to carry out that calling in a manner that would be excellent mm -hmm. if you're called to be a doctor do you now start healing people and concocting herbal remedies or do you pursue a course that will further your knowledge in that particular field so when somebody has a calling to be a preacher why then do you lower the standards exactly. why shouldn't that person then go and learn about this faith that they wish to profess mm -hmm. and get themselves the knowledge but they have learned about the faith city so. no it's inadequate knowledge they have let's us let's even say they have gone and they have become doctor bishop so and so yes they have a phd in theology yes they have understood it and they say they have a calling yes, and yes. they have a calling yes all right and then you know all those things that we say about for example pentecostals speaking mm. in tongues you know the language of the, the the holy spirit and all those things and being able to prophesy all these things happen and they are interpreted from the Bible. Yes, they are. Right? So if somebody says, in the understanding and interpretation of the Bible, I was praying and the Holy Spirit got to me and I got a message and this is the message. How do you start? How, there, how nothing, do you vet? How do you vet? wrong with that yeah. except if, for example, you say that uh, now it's the end of, end of the world and we need to move out of here, get to the forest and we should not eat. I think now you have gone beyond your purview. How do you know? Because You've gone because now that's where the government comes in because you are now endangering lives. We know you not survive without eating. And so to the extent that even you are encouraging people to fast, there must be, I say these things must pass scientific and medical Dr. master. Dr. Mutua. You know, so, when it started raining, you see, like McKenzie on day one, when it started raining, yeah. In fact, this is on year 40 when it started raining, and Noah said, Please, two of you enter. The rest of you would have said, It's been raining for the first past 40 years when you've been conducting deforestation here, cutting our best trees from our forest, and doing this thing that you're building here. It's been raining. Mm. You're telling us this, this is the one that is going to kill us. Now, I don't want us to philosophize. Um, I, I'm just saying. I, actually, if we went back to those times, if we went back to those times, you'd have questioned. That Christians base their faith in yes. the written yeah. word. Yeah. That's what he's basing his discussion on. And he is right. But you So see, when we call out someone like Mackenzie, because he's, 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 he's basing his, theology, his teachings on the book of... <laughs> Uh, revelations yeah. about the end of uh, the end time. Yes, but there's a quote that one should remember that nobody knows the hour or the time, just very simply. Thank you. Y you see, now that is knowledge. Now, in the saying. absence of that knowledge, that is, yeah. Yeah. then you have the sort of problems we're talking about. And that is yes. the knowledge that you then apply what, in a yes. living situation that we're talking That's about. That's a question here. I wanted to give. But uh, isn't it? This Eric. is the thing that we're saying, Doctor, even as you're saying that. Yeah. Here we are saying that there was, there is direct harm that is being caused to human beings, Thank and I'm you. going to bring in That's the element. It is. Absolutely, and I'm going to bring in the element of children here, yep. because the the one it would be an assumption, and it could be wrong, that you are asking adults who are established in their thinking. There's a 41 year old man who picked up his family and said, "Let's go." So there's no toing and froing in terms of his stability mentally. This guy is established in terms of growth and maturity. But there are children who've been removed from school. Mm. There are children who are being forced to starve. This is not fasting. And I think we've, we've used this yeah. word interchange, these two words interchangeably. They don't and we can't same. do that. Mm. Fasting and starving are two totally different things. Yeah. Children 
who still don't have the maturity and clarity of thought are being wrapped up into this thing. And if you want to see where you draw the line, that's where you draw the line. Thank you. When and you're that, manipulating that, people who absolutely yeah. when you're manipulating people to who by harm. law mm. by law cannot make certain decisions on their own. And, and then the, you're now saying the that they should go into this. The that's where the responsibility of protecting anyone described in the constitution as a child mm. lies with the government. As a parent, you can't lock your house and say you're going to hack your children to death. The government should break in and save the life. Like the one lives. we saw in Kitengela okay. yesterday. Before so, two minutes, police were there. Children belong to the government, to God and to the government. Yes, there's a parental role, but if the parent goes rogue and they want to kill their children, the government has a responsibility to mm. save them. Mm. So what we're saying is very critical. That the impressionable minds, uh, the vulnerable in society must be protected by the government. That's why somebody should have even gone into that church, register as a member or whatever the case may be, undercover. sit there undercover and unravel mm. and expose this and see you, the danger. I tell you, you're spot on. You're very, 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 very spot on. But remember, the question that we've been grappling with here is at what point should red flags be raised because we seem to have this idea that because someone claims to be a person of faith and belongs to an institution or an organization you can refer to as one of faith we then limit the queries we then limit the questioning of the goings-on and yet the reference point for these faiths that we speak of there's a manual of operations let me answer from the perspective of Kenya Film Classification Board, our role. Yes. Principally to protect, to regulate film and broadcast content, to protect children from exposure to harmful content mm -hmm. and to ensure that broadcast conforms to Kenya's culture, values, and national aspirations. Mm -hmm. That was the mandate given to us, and it was expected that we will be uh, educated enough well-versed with the law and the constitution and these freedoms to be able to make a determination. I told you it was not the, just the case of Mackenzie where we got broadcast that was disturbing. We and seven others mm -hmm. where people were rolling and puking and someone being stepped on, others were being slapped, others were being boxed, literally. Mwanaume anapigwa gumi anaanguka chini. And uh, when, when, when I got this material, I caught some of these bishops. It's only Bishop Mackenzie. I mean, Pastor Mackenzie became crazy and was not cooperative. The others, they were like, so what is wrong with us, Brother Mutua? You know, I'm one of them. And I told them, you know, doing it in church, uh, particularly where there are no children, the children have gone to Sunday school and we are assuming that they are not part of this drama. Where we spotted children, we first of all called that out and said this child mm. cannot distinguish between good and evil. And they trust you. They are put there, and this is not true. We don't want them to think that you don't go to hospital when you are sick and so on. Yeah. So we say to the extent that you are making this look like the way of life. I believe in miracles, yes, but uh, uh, I tend to think I have a right to protect this child. And it's true. You can pray for a child and they get healed. So we told them you'll not air this to the public. Mm. And we reasoned. Some of them, the bishops themselves would come to the office. And we reasoned. And then we did those programs. And they started improving. In fact, some of them asked us to train their people mm -hmm. and would send them to us. That's what I was telling you. If government really works seriously and government officials understand their mandate, you can save the nation. But what did they not stop doing? They did not stop 
you see for Mackenzie we took him to court because he did not he did not agree with our yeah. with our policies yeah. the others who did some of them are still running their churches they are growing and they are not endangering people's lives to the extent that how do we know they are not broadcasting no, we still, to the element of broadcast they are not broadcasting my 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 because, role was restricted because to that. they they did not stop praying for the children they only stopped broadcasting and they shouldn't stop i'm just saying there should be somebody who can wave like <laughs> i did and say this is misleading you know the you know you know the, i told you about the elements that we used to look at eh? yeah. uh which is uh, obscenity yeah. you know vile language yeah. uh, uh, uh violent mm. content uh, of violence uh, in 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 the, in the broadcast and so on and we would say like now why would somebody be slapped if it's a miracle why don't you just pray for them <laughs> well this is violence why are you why this why is it war number two when you do like this and somebody falls on the hard floor yeah. surely why and we would just reason mm. until you, bishop you know this is not right can't you mm. think of pastor you know this can. is not right mm. this person hurt they can they are not angels mm. you know you step on their stomachs this drama is not good and we engage out of the public light mm. because we wanted to help them mm. you have no idea eric how many bishops agreed with us mm-hmm. and then they said so how should we do it so that we run our broadcast and become useful to society yeah. without endangering or looking like a uh, like a cult yeah and we worked with them even though that was really not our primary objective the idea was to ensure that churches are also able to get broadcast uh, licenses mm. they are also able to uh, run tv stations propagate their faith but they cannot become uh, uh, propagators of hate uh, incite masses into mm. violence yeah. and they cannot do harm to children mm. whose minds are not formed and they have no clarity to make choices mm. so 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 these are these are conversation that other government agencies must have, uh, must have come in yeah. uh, kfcb could not do it on its own but i want to load the kenya film classification board because with very lim- limited budget because when i got there our annual budget was 88 million i i raised it by the time i was living to 650 and how we did it was to show parliament and the budget committee that we need to do more sensitization mm that the the element of classifying and rating films is the easiest kfcb needs more money to engage with the publics and the stakeholders and sensitize them about the power of content particularly when it's coming from these people are seen as deity men of Mm. god and women of god Mm. to the extent that it can become poisonous it can it can mislead then we need to engage with them and help them to shape up Um, so 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 i'm wondering where where was the police where was the judiciary where were the chiefs and the other structures because that's where the ball was dropped if you look at the number of people who died in westgate the number of people who died in ducit combined this is more the number of bodies that have so far been exhumed and it's not over yet and it's not done so it's basically that it's 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 horrible you know know when you see this Mm. what now makes us take notice is the deaths Mm. but the actual harm was in how these people's minds were turned because in the absence of that they wouldn't have ended here but talk about what people do in god's name and the actual damage forget let's leave death as a discussion aside and look at just the damage to the minds of people who follow certain religious leaders and the harm it does to them their families whatever structure they had these stories aren't highlighted but there are very many 
very very many you see regulation this is a culmination that we haven't seen and it's shocking us but we tend to recover from these shocks quickly and the other people who again in god's name are causing serious damage to families serious damage to individuals these these aren't highlighted isn't that a terribly scary thing ct and i'm going to go back to this issue of children that we can see do you know how difficult it is to die from starvation do you it's know really it's very hard to die from starvation your body goes into shock you go through pain untold now this is happening to children and i worry for a society that if what you're saying is true we'll think about the death of a child that happened in that manner and be able to forget it after a beat to forget it do, during like the- it didn't matter during, I, I, I can't reconcile the with that. In the US, if you remember the speech by Martin Luther King, he says we are here to dramatize a shameful situation. And I think this is what we need to get into. That's why I was saying it should annoy us and annoy a lot of people uh, that the government has failed. And I said this is a failure of leadership at so many levels, <clears throat> including the family, the, our education system, business we have reached a point where uh, uh eric hmm. good does not pay where appointments are given to people of questionable character and we can see hmm. where your neighbor here is getting rich and richer and richer and you know they're not more hardworking than you they're not more qualified than you and it looks okay hmm. people do funny things we know some of them who are involved in shared businesses and they prosper and they're okay and they're friends with the who is who and we elect them and we, we elect them hmm. and in fact we have even been conditioned to believe that you're decent like ct like eric like um, dr Mutua or my sister here yeah, you don't go for into politics it's dirty yeah. for the people who can utter the most vulgar things we compete at the level of obscenity vulgarity and that's how you get elected you must be controversial and it was also introduced into the manner in which we shape news mm. values uh, because we were taught that when a man bites a, when a dog bites a man it's not news but when a man bites a dog and that dramatizes the controversial uh unusual yeah. extraordinary bizarre stuff that makes news mm. and that's why i'm saying it's a failure a societal failure when i used to spoke about moral values and you guys called me the moral cop assistant and deputy, i really deputy and deputy jesus, jesus. Yeah. i don't want to say i told you so but, but you i'm did. tempted to tell you no, but you did mm. i did yeah. i did I, 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 I did my job with passion and vigor and rigor and I, I was not a quack. I, you know, I remember this, this story that got in, into Trevor Noah. There was uh, some journalists, a friend of mine from uh, as a media house calls me and off the cuff without even professionalism or telling me I'm interviewing you, you are, I'm recording you. Mm. We get into a conversation. And uh, I, I end up trading for three weeks about some gay lions in, Mar- in the Mara. Yeah. And it was a, a choreographed agenda to paint me as homophobic, uh, zealot, <laughs> idiotic government official who is not even good to serve anywhere. Because <laughs> for you. And yet I've gone to school. Mm. In fact, not abroad. I have gotten all my degrees here. Yeah. My undergraduate in Kenyatta University, my master's in uh, Kenya, the University of Nairobi, my PhD from Moe University. And uh, the media took it on me 
I was done cartoons here by Gando that were, would terrify me. And the, the, when I look at it now, I say, I am glad I endured all that. Mm. And how many people can endure? Because I would go home sometimes and my children would be worried. Mm. Dad, are you okay? Because they saw the story. Page one. Item number one on TV. Mm. And the only crime I did was to raise my voice and say, morals matter. There's no substitute for morality and for discipline. We must get to a level where if Eric, you are hardworking, you love people, you do your job well, even if you're a shopkeeper in the market or a school, a primary school teacher or, or uh, a village, a village elder, yep. but you're a good man, you are not, you are disciplined, you don't commit crime, you are celebrated by society because mm. that's how I grew up. I was the head boy of Ikumini Primary School. I don't even know why they chose me. But I was also number one in that school. And even when I did my CPE, I left a record that is still there. So you know why they chose I grew you. up <laughs> as a school captain, CU chairman. Yeah. In fact, in my A-levels, I was the CU chairman and the school captain of Tala High School. Such elevated position in 1988 mm. that I was even given an office. The, the, the school was worried. And it was a Catholic school. I was so radical an evangelist. <laughs> but they said... We need this guy. Mm. Why? Hard work, discipline, good values were celebrated. That's how I grew up. Right now, it doesn't matter. Ah, you can no. preach morals, think it will get you anywhere. What are we telling our children? A survey was done by the East African uh, Media Institute, mm. uh, I think uh, through the Anga Khan University in 2018. And it was targeting youths uh, under below that five, mm. and they asked they asked the question: Would you vote a corrupt person? And they said yes if he bribed you. Do you support <laughs> corruption? And they said yeah if I can if, if I, I, get I can get involved if it is if I get a chance if I get a chance and it's, I'm going to make it's the ends meet. It's the opportunity that the yeah. hopelessness mm. among our youth because when we grew up, Eric, you remember because I tend to think we are age mates. My take, give or take. Somewhere. We grew up in a society we, we that are celebrated <laughs> hard values. Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, hard work and values. Yeah. We grew up in a society that celebrated, if you if you do something good, you are a darling of the school, the darling of the society. If you're a good footballer and you're scoring for them, you'd be cheered and carried, showed high. And that gave us inspiration to do more good, to work harder. I tend to think the only way I survived at KFCB, even though, of course, you know, that even the way I was removed, police were sent, locked the office, yeah. and I never stepped there. No process, no nothing, because I stood against LGBTQ. Now it's a huge debate. And I was saying, it is the law. We went to court with the Kenya Breweries. I'm not actually the one who took them to court. It is them who took me to court. And I went and prosecuted the matter and the one, the uh, film Rafiki. Yeah. I am saying, I don't want to say I told you so, but there's a sense in which you should be enraged by the things that are happening. And we should also ask how many other mutuas, mm. how many other city, uh, Munga and Eric and so on, who have been raising their voice and creating a platform that is not showbiz. You're discussing issues, development, communication, but you may not have as much rating as some guys who are discussing sex in the morning mm. and uh, vulgar, you know, stuff mm. and drama. And this is where we need to reflect this is where we need to head on what to, we are doing. As you conclude, Dr. Mutua. Uh, you know, this situation uh, is not just a religious issue. It's a societal problem. Mm. The breakdown of our moral fiber, the failure by parents to bring up their children. Mm. Some of them, uh, you know, 
because they, they don't have the time that we used to have, uh, our parents used to have when we were growing up. Uh, you were waking up so early to come and uh, be in the situation room. Uh, probably you are late doing something. Parents are busy trying to eke out a living. Mm. And so there's a sense in which the uh, societal structures are broken down and our children have been left to the Sunday school teacher and the to, the, to, the, to the teachers in school. Yeah. And I tend to think we got to take now these issues more seriously, particularly where uh, misleading information through uh, the different platforms comes in and our children, our parents need to monitor what their children are watching and play, uh, pay more attention. Mm -hmm. But there is need for us to begin to celebrate uh, good work and good people and uh, encourage them. Mm. Even the police, not every policeman is corrupt. I yeah. normally stand sometimes on the road call the police officers and give give them lunch mm. and i told them i'm so and so if this is not a bribe i've seen what you're doing and i really appreciate Good it work. let us begin to celebrate people let me finish with this one mm. in, in in my a second in, i come from wala yeah. and we started community policing because we had a problem where police were fighting with the border borders mm. and the other day i was receiving the new ocpd and dcio and somebody asked me what the hell do you have to do with dcio of your place in wala mm. and i said everything my community educated me i'm going back to get involved in sorting mm. out security issues security now with th i think professionals who are living in the city mm. must get involved with development in the areas because like now what we are doing in Mwala has brought the community that. and the police together mm. and the people are able to give police information about crimes that are happening in their homes asante how about that you made it to the end of today's podcast you clearly ooze stamina guess what just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.